author's preface to the second edition of a hero of our time this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by expatriate in bangor maine a hero of our time by mikhail yurovich lermontov translated by j h wisdom and mar murray author's preface to the second edition the preface to a book serves the double purpose of prologue and epilogue it affords the author an opportunity of explaining the object of the work or of vindicating himself and replying to his critics as a rule however the reader is concerned neither with the moral purpose of the book nor with the attacks of the reviewers and so the preface remains unread nevertheless this is a pity especially with us russians the public of this country is so youthful not to say simple-minded that it cannot understand the meaning of a fable unless the moral is set forth at the end unable to see a joke insensible to irony it has in a word been badly brought up it has not yet learned that in a decent book as in decent society open invective can have no place that our present-day civilization has invented a keener weapon none the less deadly for being almost invisible which under the cloak of flattery strikes with sure and irresistible effect the russian public is like a simple-minded person from the country who chancing to overhear a conversation between two diplomatists belonging to hostile courts comes away with the conviction that each of them has been deceiving his government in the interest of a most affectionate private friendship the unfortunate effects of an over-literal acceptation of words by certain readers and even reviewers have recently been manifested in regard to the present book many of its readers have been dreadfully and in all seriousness shocked to find such an immoral man as pechorin set before them as an example others have observed with much acumen that the author has painted his own portrait and those of his acquaintances what a stale and wretched jest but russia it appears has been constituted in such a way that absurdities of this kind will never be eradicated it is doubtful whether in this country the most ethereal of fairy tales would escape the reproach of attempting offensive personalities pechorin gentlemen is in fact a portrait but not of one man only he is a composite portrait made up of all the vices which flourish full-grown amongst the present generation you will tell me as you have told me before that no man can be so bad as this and my reply will be if you believe that such persons as the villains of tragedy and romance could exist in real life why can you not believe in the reality of pechorin if you admire fictions much more terrible and monstrous why is it that this character even if regarded merely as a creature of the imagination cannot obtain quarter at your hands is it not because there is more truth in it than may be altogether palatable to you you will say that the cause of morality gains nothing by this book i beg your pardon people have been surfeited with sweetmeats and their digestion has been ruined bitter medicines sharp truths are therefore necessary this must not however be taken to mean that the author has ever proudly dreamed of becoming a reformer of human vices heaven keep him from such impertinence 
he has simply found it entertaining to depict a man such as he considers to be typical of the present day and such as he has often met in real life too often indeed unfortunately both for the author himself and for you suffice it that the disease has been pointed out how it is to be cured god alone knows end of author's preface recording by expatriate in bangor maine